Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Samuel at 64, and welcome to the Robocast. I'm not alongside Anders Nine One Three Two. He's a bit busy today, but we've uh, I've been joined by Jim Dramatic. Hello, James. Hello. Nice to be here. I mean, I can't replace Anderson. I'm you know I'm here for this one time, but hopefully he'll be back next time. So, hi, hi Hello. everyone. Hi. And we're joined by two guests today, not one but two. Um, guest number one, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Michael from Team Eruption. And guest number two? Uh, it's Gary here from PP3D Robotics. Yeah. Um, obviously, you two fought last series. Um, yeah. Was Was there something in your mind, like, you wanted to fight each other again? Like, was that a, something that you wanted to have happen, or was it a case of you just fight anyone? <laughs> Uh, at Wog, at the end of the day, you're going to get drawn against who you get, and you've got to fight them, and we'll always go in. Fighting PP3D again, after last time, I probably wouldn't have chosen to, because we got pretty badly beaten up. But, you know, <laughs> we went for it again, and it worked out in our favour this time. But, yeah, it's not every robot I'd choose to fight, but it's quite nasty. It, I mean, as we saw from the episode, I mean, you know... It... Gary had issues. We'll get to those as we progress through the episode. But I mean, you had some some issues happen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the, uh, the the funny thing is actually is that we weren't even meant to be in this episode. Oh really? You you, um, you moved around? Basically, the uh, the morning of uh, yeah filming for it, um, we we were in a, a later one where there were more spinny things, and um, one of the the crew came up to me and said, uh, "Hey, how would you would you be you know ready in like an hour's time? Say, I'm like, why? <laughs> I was looking to you up to an episode. Uh, I'm like, right, well, who who's in the next? Well, you know, who who's in the one you look to bump me to? And there was no spinny thing, so it's like, well, that's that's an easy choice, isn't it? Put a spinny thing where there's no spinny things. It makes sense. It makes sense. But anyway, mm. obviously, yeah, yeah, we'll move on to the actual episode itself and." Uh, First battle. We'll we'll start with eruption. Why not? Seeing as though you're here, Michael, it would, yeah. it would be it'd be a bit rude not to. I mean, you look at this melee. You, you know, you've got Behemoth in there. Who, as far as I'm aware, you've you've not really had much problem with on the live circuit before. And and Hobgoblin, who potentially could have been quite nasty. Did you look at anyone in that heat and in that four and think, Joe, they're going to give us a lot of trouble, or was it a case of we expect to go through here? We. We were quite worried about the melee because you've got to think in the whole, you've got this hour long episode and four teams fall in the first 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And if you look, some of the, some of the melees you can say, okay, that's maybe a more unconventional design that you could class them as maybe something that's more likely to get torn apart. When we looked at the robots in ours, there were four quite solid designs. Mm. And we were quite lucky in a way that Hobgoblin had some teething problems. But if they got that working, it would have been four pretty good robots in there, so we were quite worried. And yeah. Hobgoblin obviously's got the really nasty spinner on it. So and we've not got a great track record with spinners. When we get taken out, it's normally for a spinner. <laughs> so as I'm Gary did. I'm, 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 I'm looking at you, Gary, so, for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, we, we saw Hobgoblin and thought, yeah, that's gotta go. So we turned that over. And then Cobra has been running on the live scene for a long time called Brutus. Yes. Without Claw. It was just a Rambot then. But it's a really difficult robot to deal with. I'll be honest, in, so, in this in again, this melee, I you thought deal with. I honestly thought that Cobra were very unlucky and I I honestly felt because myself and James were in the audience at this stage, we I honestly yeah. felt that Cobra should have gone through with with yourselves if it was if I was a judge, but that obviously I'm not there's 
there's three mm. very wise people it was it? i think it was a really tough decision because we were in the booth for quite a long time yes and it was quite nerve-wracking because we you looked at the fight and we thought okay we should have gone through here and we were quite confident but and it was between behemoth and cobra mainly Mm. And I think Kane and Ant and their team were getting quite nervous. It was a really close call, I think. It, it was, it was, Cobra, it Cobra did a great job. Behemoth did a great job. And it was a really good fight, so it was quite hard to see which way it would go. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I agree. I mean, I mean, we were there, and I have to say, it was probably quite. It was very entertaining watching Cobra go pretty much into orbit multiple times in this entire heat. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, it did help that when when we were there, that we were right next to the heater. Not bragging. Not bragging or anything. <laughs> there was, was a, the one heater in the whole arena. We were sat right in front of it. It was amazing. <laughs> my my head was right in front of it, and my entire time, my head was just warm. It was it was comfortable to watch the heat. Let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gary, I mean. Obviously, you ended up fighting both Behemoth and Eruption. Would you have liked to face Cobra? It would have been interesting, actually. Uh, those those big uh, big wheels that they had, you know, I I don't think we would have had issues slotting under them. But you know, pneumatic wheels are they're actually very good at taking like you know a dead knock from a spinner. They're they're, they're not bad. So it, it, I don't doubt it would have been a challenging fight. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, again, you know, the, as uh, Michael said, I think this team was, of more than any other, was like, there was four, you know, eight robots that could have done quite well. Um, and I think, you know, it was testament that, you know, I, I felt it was quite an even heat, to be honest with you. It was really quite interesting. Um, I, mean, I mean, considering the fact this is the first time a ju- the judges had to deliberate on the opening match, was actually says it all, really. Yeah. It, it was that close. I mean, I mean, I was, I mean, I was actually convinced that Cobra got through. So I was watching yeah. that. I thought myself, Behemoth not done much. I was like, okay. But, you know, at the end of the day, I guess it comes down to Cobra being on its back half the time. Yeah, <laughs> it was quite. It's funny you'd like asking Gary what he would have thought about Cobra because even though Gary wasn't in this fight, PP3D was a conscious sort of worry going really? into the melee. Like, who do we want to go through? Because obviously, the big spinners are a major threat. Yeah. And we're thinking, right, for our sake, we need to try and get that to go out. So we're thinking, do we want Behemoth to go through? Or do we want to go through? And we're thinking, we reckon Behemoth's probably a better robot to fight a spinner and take that out for us. So, so, that's so you, 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 you wanted... We were gunning for Cobra. You we wanted, were going for Cobra the whole so time. So you, you wanted Behemoth to go through so they could, they could beat PP3D for you, so then they'd be a bit weaker for later on? Pretty much. And that was, that's we horrible. Used last, time, last time in the melee, <laughs> you saw us go for Sabretooth and yes. let Storm 2 through. And ah. the reason for that is we thought Storm 2 is the spinner killer. We've got a big nasty spinner. We want the spinner killer to go through, and obviously that that didn't work out for us that time because then Storm beat us. But <laughs> same tactics this time, and it worked out. So you've got to start thinking fights ahead. Hmm. I mean, that's that's actually really interesting. I didn't I didn't think that one through. That's actually really that's devious, Michael. How could you? Right. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I just attack whoever's in front of me. That's, that's we we'll, go, we'll uh... get to we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> We'll get to that later. You can be sure of that. Um, I mean, look. I think the first melee was really fun to watch. I mean, Hobgoblin, as we mentioned already, had difficulties. Um, what did you did you guys rate Hobgoblin at all as like a potential threat, or was it a case of it's it could be a problem, but but let's just try and get rid of it. I it's it's a nice robot. I mean, you look at it, and they had it's its first ever fight. You've got to remember that. Yes, yeah, cool. Every, almost every robot will have some sort of issue in its first fight. We it took us months to get eruption working well. Mm. And you look at that robot, and it is very, very nicely made. 
Yeah. And he's had he had some issues with this drive. I think it was the speed controllers. There was some issue there. But when he gets his bugs sorted out with it, you're not going to want to be in with that because that's quite a nasty machine. It's a lovely looking machine as well. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, the, the color scheme for one. I mean, I, I just love the the fact that you don't see many purple machines, you don't see many green machines. It was really just colorful to to look around, and it's it's hmm. just it's very tight. It's just nice to look at. I mean, the purple and green colors are a very nice combination. And um, obviously, Anton isn't here. This was actually one of his picks to win the series. Yeah. And, and <laughs> hindsight, hindsight is not good. When I was talking to Anton saying, oh, what do you think of the robots? I, was, I like Hobgoblin. It's great. And I'm just out there going, I can't say anything. I saw what happened yeah, we, to we, it. we knew what happened. We it was say. so unfortunate. I mean, actually, it was kind of unfortunate right at the beginning of the battle because you see how like, everyone gets the starting bits. And obviously, Hobgoblin's having problems. So yes, they, couldn't, they, they, yeah. they couldn't even turn into the starting bit. They kept going in a weird angle constantly. So Sakilot had to like push them in yeah. the starting bit. And as yeah. soon as I saw it, I just turned, I was just like, Sam saying, Oh, that's Hobgoblin. That's had it, yeah. It's such a shame. But, yeah, again, it's a first It's a first fight, So, but it's got a lot of um, potential for improving the next series. So if we get to see it again, I'd, be lo- I'd, love, to see, I'd love to see another egg beater have yeah. a go, have, have, have another go, and that's to see if it can actually do, see what it can uh, properly do this time. That'd be nice to see. Absolutely. Gary, are you going to say something, I think? No, no, no. Oh, no. I'm good. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, in that case, well... Um, We'll wrap up the first melee with uh, with beer moth, I think, and um, the, the scoops. I'm sure we'll get to that again later on. But the uh, oh, I, yeah. I I did like the idea of the interchangeable scoops. I mean, obviously, last year we saw what Carbide did to to beer moth and just basically ripped its face off, didn't it? But um, obviously, I, the 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 idea behind it was so solid, and I honestly, you know, the ingenuity was really clever. The grabber maybe less so. We'll get again. We'll get to that a bit later. But the uh, you know they've 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 clearly progressed and they thought you know right what do we need to do to win and it was spinners that caused them the most problems last year and they've they've worked around that I think that's a really cool idea. I mean, there's I a lot of innovation. So you can go. The, the logic behind their scoops is quite interesting because obviously their main scoop, the one that they used in the Melian against us, yeah. is like eight mil thick grade five titanium, mm. and that's pretty expensive. Yeah. So they're thinking we can only afford one of these. And the ones that they had two of the type they used against PP3D. Oh, they're two And they're like 12 mil aluminium, which, oh, right. you know, it's still quite expensive if you get a decent grade, but it's a lot cheaper. Mm. So they're basically, they've got one really good scoop that they've put, that they've obviously invested quite a bit in. And then they've got some sort of, they were meant to be sacrificial because it's aluminium. They knew it was going to take damage, but it's more something they can put in as a sacrifice against a spinner. Ah. So I thought that was quite interesting. It, it worked well, and then obviously again Gary had his issues, which we'll, we'll get to when we get to it. But I mean, I, I think it would. Pro- do you think you would have been able to get through it had you been working, Gary? Or was that a case of maybe not? Uh, the aluminium scoop. Yeah, I I don't doubt that if it had a few more good blows to it, uh, you know, it would have uh, would have got torn up. Um, it, it it certainly you know withstood the couple of blows we gave it, you know, perfectly nicely. So you know, all credit to them for. You know, trying something different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that pretty much wraps up the uh, the first penny. I mean, obviously, Cobra was very unlucky. I felt, you know, the, uh, as as we said already, but the uh, that's the way the judges go. Sometimes I get. I'm sure we'll have a lot more to discuss about judges' decisions later on because there's been a massive <laughs> amount of fallout about this episode's uh, judges' decisions. As I'm sure 
everyone who's listening to this has, has already really? seen. Really, I, I didn't see that. Have you not? It's amazing. It's this, you know, really, no. really, really, really minor thing, you know. <laughs> yes, it was. It wasn't a big deal on the Facebook. No, nobody talked about it. But no, it's yeah. Not at all. yeah. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll move on to melee two. And uh, Gary, you bullied Draven. That wasn't very nice. <laughs> Draven, you you peeled it like a, like a tin can. I wouldn't despise yeah, him all it's, the it's electronics you fell out. You you melted it, the under it, underneath it just, of it. It just fit perfectly, you know, with their ground clearance on the sides. It just slotted under there wonderfully, and. Uh, yeah, and the funny thing is, you can't really see it from the TV edit. I was actually a bit lucky in that one of our fans was in the audience. They recorded it on their phone and they sent it to me. Right. And um, they they were in the corner with that, and it's uh, it, it's it, I feel a bit bad watching it back because we kind of go in and take out three wheels on one side. Yeah. Reverse. They turn around and we just go in and take out the other three. Give it, yeah, yeah, you know, it's down fighting. Nah, let's just give it another kick in. Why not? It's yeah. it's just not going anywhere. <laughs> It's, it's the fact you also broke the jaw on it as well. Like it was I just kind of hanging open. Like the entire. As soon as I saw that live, I just like this is just. Like, it's just it's just great. And then obviously I'm surprised like half the electronics didn't just fall out of the bottom. Like you just neatly cut the bottom open, and it just kind of just died by shunt. It was just Dra- Draven yeah. never catches a break. Yeah. Draven never catches a break against spinners. He never does. No, <laughs> definitely not. I mean, no, uh, I mean. Thankfully, we didn't. Um, I don't think we caught anything important or valuable. It was all kind of wheels and a bit of titanium and whatnot. So it gave some pretty sparks. And I've seen some pictures today, just with uh, you know the underside as it was. And they're, they're, it's always a problem with the spinners that you you feel like such a. I'll, I'll not swear, but uh, you know, such a so and so. You can, uh, you can, you can do if you want to. You work on to. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the internet. We don't swear on the internet. Um, <laughs> you know, you always feel like such a sod when you, 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 you know, your aim is to trash another machine. You yeah, know, of course. And it, 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 it's it's nice when you immobilize it, but you don't knacker their thousand pound electronics or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a, it was a fun alley. It was. I mean, and, and then you know, poor, poor push to exit didn't really get going, um, did it? <laughs> actually, it, it it did get going right off the bat, right into the wall. Was, yes, it went so that, fast. It went that burst of speed. Um, I was actually worried. I was actually worried when I first when we were watching that they broke down instantly, like like an auto thing. It just kind of rammed into the wall and knocked something out. And I was kind of like, oh, oh, I don't know. No, not this quickly. Um, well, look, it lasts longer. Either or, either of you. I mean, how? Had pushed to exit not died when Gary whacked it. Do you reckon that it could have probably challenged you for the heat, Michael? Do you reckon that would have been a, a a tough one to fight? It's a worry because it's. I mean, you saw for, even though it wasn't go very long, it's quick. Like yeah. it's really quite quick and something that you can't catch. I mean, just with the flipper, we've got the problem of sort of timing flips and stuff like that. And something that's that fast can be a bit of a worry. And obviously, Shane knows what he's doing with it. He's Built Envy before he's got that to the UK Champs final, I think before. And you know, he's if he got it working properly, then yeah, it would have been a big worry. Again, it's just teething problems. It's a brand new robot, even with somebody who's done it before, yeah, done a load of got a load of experience. A new robot, there's always going to be something. Yeah, absolutely. So it's again just a bit unlucky, but yeah, yeah. potentially, yeah. Gary, I think from memory, speaking to the guys, the. Uh... They, they, I think they had a few traction issues in the main arena. It was right. perfectly fine in the test arena, um, but 
you know, once they went into the the main arena, it's a different surface. I think they had a few few issues with traction, so they weren't as controlled as they wanted to be. Which is a shame. Again, I think all things being equal, I, I think I said at the time, uh, PP3D and uh, Push to Exit were the ones I thought would probably have gone through there, but uh, obviously they were scuppered by the indestructible wedge of Cherub. <laughs> All hail Cherub. Um, all hail Cherub and its indestructible wedge at the front. <laughs> Which, uh, again, I, I, I rated Cherub really highly in this episode. I thought the, the, the judges' decisions, again, we'll get to them. While a bit, hey, you know what, it could go either way. I think watching it back, I can see why Cherub got them. Hmm. It, it's, you know, and I think they... Throughout, I mean, obviously there was the fight with Michael, which didn't last very long. But either fight with Michael didn't last very long. Don't know what you're of... talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he was he was brutal. Let's, let's face it. <laughs> but it, it's what you got to do. It is what you got to do. It is what you got to do. It's how to win, and I think yeah. that's the that's the point. I think you know that they were they were fantastic, weren't they? The, the team were wonderful to keep that thing going and make it to a heat final, which I don't think many people really expected. Well, yeah. Um. Yeah, what what says a lot about Cherub is they've got, obviously, some people don't like it. It's not the most destructive robot. It's not got a massive flipper. It's not got a massive axe. What And so it's got a bit of stick. But uh, what says a lot about Cherub is all the roboteers love it. Yeah. There's not a hmm. single roboteer you can find that has got a bad word to say about that robot or that team. Yeah. And I think that speaks volumes, really. Yeah. Gary, anything to add about Cherub? Uh, not really, no. It, it is what it is. You know, it, uh, it did a good job of staying away from us. And, uh, yeah, as I said earlier, I just... I mean, in a melee situation, you know, being a spinner, your first thing is, right, get the disc up to speed. And, thankfully, everyone gave us a bit of breathing room to do that initially. And then after that, you're pretty much just a case of, all right, well... Uh, who do, who do I fancy? Life, you know? who, who do I fancy? Hmm. Right, <laughs> bit, bit of Draven on the goes, side. You know? <laughs> Um, obviously, finally, coming to you, Gary, with PP3D. I mean, obviously a massive upgrade from last year in terms of power. Um, maybe too much? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit. But then again, you just got to improve the shock mounting. Either drop the power or you uh, increase, you know, how you handle the power. And let's face it, I mean, you know, if, if I submitted an application and it said I've made it less powerful, well, doesn't exactly, uh, you know, give yeah. the uh, the guys organising the show uh, a glimmer of hope that we're uh, serious about it. So, I mean, hmm. in 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 fairness, you have to, you have to look at, you know, the the way you you fought in in the last series and think, okay, there was there was times where it was unreliable because it it shook itself to pieces, and then you thought, do you know what? I'm I'm gonna make it even more even more powerful. I think you know, yeah, it's this will be fine. <laughs> but obviously, you know, there was obviously yeah. a, there was a lot of upgrades that went into it. You know, the the whole ridged effect on the back looked awesome by the way i just have to say that i love the design of that yeah it, it, it just looks so great <laughs> it looks like, 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 like some kind of creature like the way you open it up and it's just kind of like all the insides are there i mean one thing i love one thing i loved about the power of the disc is that it almost felt like you were kind of being like a mad scientist about it kind of like you know should we should we have them should we know we should probably pull it you know like less power so we can survive more power just like pulling this <laughs> pulling the switch more power just like i, I, I don't care if, I, don't, I don't i don't care if the whole arena falls down more power just we'll get like to that. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it was yeah. so great you know, i mean i consider i did actually consider after that opening melee dropping from 12 cell lipo to 8 cell 
which would have dropped the power, dropped the RPM, all the rest of it. But then I thought, ah, oh, let's, <laughs> let's see what it can do. <laughs> um, obviously, so in the first matchup, go through with uh, Eruption and Bearmoth. In this match, it was Cherub and PP3D. Eruption versus Bearmoth. Um, Michael, did you? Was this a, a tactic? Was it? Did you intend to pin them in the corner so they couldn't see? No, <laughs> no. I mean, you, there, there is there is a major problem. Um, with the arena, you can't see the opposite corner. Yeah. And it's not conscious when you when you're in the middle of a fight, you've got more important things to worry about. But I just sort of we the fight didn't actually start that well for us because we we knew we got Bearmoth like it was crucial for us. We had to get underneath it. Yeah. That was what it's about. So we put our best flipper arm on and we got it razor sharp. Like if you just touched your finger against it, it would have cut your finger open. It was that sharp. Really? Yeah. And we put it in. And we drove straight at them, and we just hit the floor scene in the middle of the arena and bounced off. Which oh, I think no. ruined our front end a little bit in the first five seconds, so that <laughs> might have acted against us. And then Bayamoth flipped us two or three times, and it wasn't actually going that well. So we started to panic a bit, but I got him in the corner, and all I could see was I sort of pushed him in there, and it started sort of flailing about. He was flipping, trying to get off the wall, and I was thinking, oh, okay, I'm just going to leave him there, let's see what he does, let him waste a bit of gas. Yeah. And it wasn't really a conscious thing to think, actually, maybe he can't see. But he was struggling, so I was not going to move him out of there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if you've got something to your advantage, why on earth would you give it back? You know, it makes no yeah. sense. Um, you know, obviously, one of your many out-of-the-arenas in this heat, well, it, it was it was very stylishly done. It was a you know full backflip. It was great, you know. <laughs> um, you know... Did you fear Bearmoth going into it? Was it a case of, again, you thought, mm, probably got the upper hand here again? No, absolutely. Bearmoth is a fantastic machine. And obviously people, we've fought each other a lot in the past. Yes. And people have commented saying it normally goes our way, which maybe is true. But I think in a lot of fights with Bearmoth in the past, the luck's been on our side. That right. is a robot that is very, very capable of taking us out. Mm. They have beaten us before. Mm. Like you know, you can't ever underestimate it, especially a machine of that pedigree. And you go in there, th- and especially after it went last year with Storm Two and PP Three D, like yeah. we lost our first two head to heads last time. So we, you don't underestimate anything. And we put, like we spent ages before that fight getting the front end perfect, checking over every detail on the robot to make sure it was right, and it paid off. But it, you can't, it worked, yeah, yeah. But like a robot like that, there's no way you can underestimate it. Of course not. Um. I think there's really much more to add to that fight, is there really? Um, not really. I mean, I just kind of like the fact that um, one of the one of the Baymoth boys, in a desperation to see their robot, were actually trying to climb, climb onto up the, the wall. Like <laughs> I was, so, I mean, like it'd be quite funny. I don't know if like you're on the opposite side and like they just kind of fell through. And it's like, oh, all right, <laughs> that'd be a not, problem, wouldn't it? <laughs> that'd be quite a problem. It'd be a big problem. But uh, I think we should move on. Yeah, that was quite a drop on the other side of that. It, it would have been a problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we should move on to uh, getting everyone up to speed. Ah, uh, uh, come on. Yeah, you, you have to say it, Gary. <laughs> I'm so glad you said it again, Gary. It honestly made my night. It was so good. Oh my god. <laughs> She's up to speed now, boys. Bang! That's it. <laughs> it, was, yep. it was amazing. Oh my goodness me. I mean, obviously. You know, t- talk us through that one. I mean, that was that was spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, going into this fight, you know, I'd, I'd um, wandered around, had a wee look at Cherub and the rest of it, and, you know, I looked at the way that our, our disc rotated, and, uh, you know, I kind of seen their 
scoop on it on one side, I might be able to maybe not rip it off, but at least, you know, get a, a nice firm rip on something. So you'll notice that, you know, at least one point I was trying to get around the side of it. Yeah. And then, yeah, it, I mean, they, we, we, we had a bit of a tussle in the arena, you know, they, they actually, no, 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 forget it. Forget that. There was something even more interesting, actually, at the start of this match before it started. Not shown on camera, but um, yeah, we we fried one of our removable links. Oh wow! Um, so when we were arming up, um, as it turns out, so we've got two power solenoids that power the E Tech weapon motor, and it seems that one of them was stuck on after the first melee, um, wow. unbeknown to us. And so when I put the removable link in for that one, it was essentially the the, the E Tech essentially trying to rotate this. Thankfully, we had the lock and pin in, and we were behind the barrier. They right. just hide that removable link. So, you know, quick, uh, frantic, running about, trying to find bits and pieces. And we ended up just tearing that battery pack out. So the disc was down to a single battery pack, same voltage, just lower capacity. So to be right. honest, I'm actually kind of glad that it was such a short match. <laughs> I was going to say, because if, if, you know, I mean, again, we, we had your issues, but it, could, could it have been potentially more devastating than what it was or is it just a case you know it was... we would have had 10 spin-ups from static give or take with oh, one right. battery pack. but the batteries when we did testing with just one got very well they got uncomfortably warm so we right. could have uh, set them up on fire long before that oh wow <laughs> i mean <laughs> it been fun. so i think we need to talk about that hit you know <laughs> i mean <laughs> oh I mean, why not <laughs> i mean it was it was something else. I mean, did, did you think that something like that was possible, like flinging Cherub the way you did? And just, I mean, the, the arena wall bent. It, 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 the metal bent. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we got lucky in that, you know, they, they had a bit of a tussle with dead metal. And then, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know, there's always that, do you go in and try and keep hitting them? But then I might end up smacking the house robot. And, you know, I don't really want to... Um, have the uh, the house robots pissed off at me? So which is, which is fair yeah, enough. Stood back and then oh look the disc's getting up to speed. Oh, well <laughs> she's up to speed now, boys. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and when you know Cherub got free, we went in. We gave him a right good smack and um, just watched as the uh, the arena panel in front of us just disappeared. It was like oh oops, yeah, <laughs> oopsie. <laughs> um, honest, honestly. Do you think you deserve to lose that fight? Um, well, see, this is an interesting thing, because when we went into that interview um, afterwards, I mean, I honestly thought that we, we'd done enough to win it. Right. Um, but, you know, the judges, they, they obviously watched it back. They, they've got their criteria for, you know, to score the matches. Right. And, you know, under those criteria, they obviously came to the conclusion that uh, the chair won. And, you know, I... I it is what it is, you know. I, I'm happy to accept their decision. There's there's absolutely no point in kind of, you know, throwing the toys out the pram about it because we weren't going to reverse that decision. So, hey, it is what it is, you know. If, if anything, it's actually just, I, I think it's, it's it's great because it's given people a wonderful talking point. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. What about you, Mark? I mean, do, would, would you think that it was a, a fight that PB3D won or, or Cherubon just out of interest? <laughs> um, it's quite an interesting fight because we I was in the stands watching this in the oh, audience. Really? Oh, right, yeah. And I remember watching it thinking, 
I really hope PP3D isn't that bad. And I watched it and I saw it hit Cherub and then fly off to opposite ends of the arena and just think, oh, I'm screwed here, aren't I? Oh, oh no. To the event of last filming. I was thinking, oh no, it's going to happen again. But um, it's it was a contentious fight. Um, and it was it was one of those where it was on the edge. And I could see why it go either way. Hmm. Yeah. Honestly, this time I think I would have given it to PP3D myself. Okay. But um, I can see why. I don't think it's that. I don't think it goes. I don't think it's one of those decisions where it deserved quite so much of a controversy. It could have gone either way. You know, Cherub uh, yeah. did great. As great as PP3D is, I would have given it to them. But Cherub also did quite a good job of deflecting the hits until that one massive hit. They were doing quite well as well. So I don't think it was one of those where you could say black or white. It was either one robot or the other. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, for me at least, you know, what, I've watched it back about two or three times just to try and see, you know, why they'd give it... I, initially, I thought, why on earth has this gone to Cherub? Because it's, it, you know, that hit. But throughout the fight, you know, throughout the start, Cherub is going, is progressing forward all the time. And it's, it's a case of, you know, PB3, yes, it's, it's doing damage, it's bouncing off it, but... It's Cherub doing the, the pushing and such. I mean, James, what did what did you think about that one? Um, well, I I personally did agree with Cherub winning that. I mean, I, I always go like I always look at the criteria they would judge it by, and obviously when it comes to like uh, damage, I think there's only one winner for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously that the, the, that chunk that came off Cherub is all proof of that of that front bit. I mean, aggression. I would pers- I would say personally. I would say personally was just you know equal i'd say personally both the robots were very aggressive but i think just the control the fact that cherub was the one that constantly was pointing the front at pp3d and always trying to deflect the blows so it kind of either make itself implode in some ways or at least try and make it spit off somewhere it was them constantly trying to drive and i felt like the, the driving was you know very well done by uh by, by the uh you know lad, lad and cherry's only 13 i believe isn't he yeah yeah. yeah yeah so i mean yeah. I, I think he just well to put the hits and obviously you know, I, I still think it was a very close decision. Either one of one, it'd been fine. But I just think it was just that slight control of Cherub before, obviously before the uh, the massive explosion. Then really, I think just that control was is what uh, edged it for me. But then say I don't think really people should have been so harsh about it. Because a lot of people on social media were saying like, oh, they only gave it because the, they were kids. Yeah. And yeah. Noel Sharky doesn't do that. Otherwise, Big Brother or Bigger Brother would win every sort of won every single one of their battles in the past. You know, it's like you know, just because they got kids yeah. on doesn't mean they have to judge them based off that. So uh, to suggest that, I mean, is pretty rubbish. To be honest, I mean, I, I think they deserve the win. But again, I'm not going to say, well, if PP3D won, I'm not going to go, well, this is this yeah. is rubbish. I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was. It was. A, either way, it was a good fight. I, I, I think interestingly, actually, if this had been judged under BattleBots rules, I think we would have won it. Yes, because mm. of I think, the whole primary weapon thing. Yeah, yeah, because you know, and it, it, it just shows the difference in you know judging criteria between the two. I also think they really missed the trick with the editing of this one, and they should have had one of the judges actually. Justify their yes. decision. Bit on how they did last series. Yeah, exactly. Because as it is, I mean, I've, I've had dozens of messages through yesterday and today saying, what the hell, you were cheated, all the rest of it. And it, I, I think to the, the kind of the casual viewer, and let's face it, the majority of the one point however million, many million people watching are casual yeah. viewers. Yep. There's no explanation for them as to why it was that way. 
Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's that's. Not, I mean, I'm I'm glad that uh, I think uh, Noel Sharkey took to Twitter today to explain why he mm-hmm. they made the decision that they did, but it could have been included in the show. That's kind of the frustrating thing. I mean, obviously Michael wrapped up things pretty quickly everywhere else, so it, there was definitely space for it. So, yeah. um, Although, well, I mean, they could have caught one or two of our replays, you know. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, did, did you did you really want them to though? Did you want, to, want them to leave it in? Oh, they they were beautiful. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be cutting a lot of them and just putting them on a nice montage video. Oh, brilliant! I love it. Um, anyway, obviously after the first round of head to heads, eruption on three, cherub on two, beer moth and PB three D on nothing, and then uh, Michael you, you, again with the whole out of the arenas and not very long. Um, cherub round one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it was quite interesting because obviously Gary had given them, it's fair to say, some damage, uh, but it didn't come across on the show just how severe that was because yeah. they stripped that robot apart. The entire thing was twisted. Like the front, the front blade on it had been torn apart. The whole chassis was twisted, and they were really struggling to get it going again. Yeah, and there was we were so we'd done in the way it was filmed. We'd filmed our fight with Bayamoth and PP3D Cherub was filmed in the morning and we were due to fight Cherub in the afternoon and that would have been that that was that day right and Cherub was not looking ready to go in at all and they were working tirelessly and um Craig who's the obviously the dad of the team it wasn't seen on the show but he was very much there at filming yeah he was working relentlessly to try and get this robot going again mm. and he, he, he sort of came up to me at one point and said I don't know if we're going to be ready in time and I was just I just said to them no just We'll push this back as far as we can. We're ready to go. We're happy to wait. And just do whatever you can to get going again. So because, it was, you know, so we, was, we was want it, to go in there and fight. You know, it's, yeah. this is it, showcasing our sport. We want to go in there and put on as best a show we can. So would it be like a case? They still even we gave them as much time. The producers were really great. They gave them as much time as they could, but mm. it just they tried their best and it, they got it going again. It was driving on one wheel. The lifters were working. They got it back together, but. The, the amount of damage they'd taken, it was going to be a bit one-sided, which was a shame, but, you know, it's when you're in there, they call activate, whatever the conditions, you go in for the kill. Yep, mm. and uh, in fairness, you, you did put them out of misery pretty quickly, I mean, you know, you yeah. didn't mess around. Um, so was it a case of, like, obviously it took quite a lot of damage, it was a case of, like, nearly, like, rapid last week, where, you know, had had they not been ready in time, say, push to exit, or Draven came back in? Yeah, I mean, um, they were pretty determined to go back in. Right. I'll give them that. I mean, they were tirelessly on it, all of them. Um, Draven had gone and, home at that point, so I think he would have pushed to exit. Right. Yeah, push, push to exit was the one being lined up because um, I know they they were being lined up, and Shane was repairing PP. Um, Shane was repairing push to exit after Gary had also wrecked that robot. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> God's sake, oh. Gary! I did a bad thing. Um, <laughs> it, you know, they to get it back in at all. I mean. It, they took a lot of damage, and to get it back in at all, credit to them. Yeah, absolutely. And and they might not, it might not have been perfect in our fight, but you know, against Bayamoth and for the heat final, it was working well against, so it was worthwhile. Yeah, absolutely. I think mm. I think so. And it was it was nice to see Cherub at, at least try and get going, but it was it was ultimately a bit futile. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Gary, more bashing later, more more repairs later. Bayamoth. <laughs> yeah. And your... uh, that two hours, yeah, that two hours between the Cherub fight and the Bayamoth fight, I, I I was amazed we got PP3D back together and running again. Really? Yeah. Um, so I mean, the reason that we were 
you know, on the disc at the end of the chair flight was that one of the, the gearboxes or the drive motors, uh, the mounting points had all just shattered. So it wasn't right. uh, any weight on it. Um, so we had to rip that out. Um, we had to replace the removable link. We had to redo um, various other bits and pieces. And what was wonderful as well was that the welder in the pits had decided to go on his lunch break. Um, so we didn't have access to him. And of course, we're not allowed to use welding equipment because um, I don't know why. But um, reasons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, both Lawrence and I can use you know arc pigs that you know the the full suite if we need to. But we weren't allowed to, um, and so we we were literally like minutes um, between us being you know basically in and out of the competition. Oh wow. So, I, I, yeah, I didn't even have a chance to think about how we were actually going to attack Behemoth. It just wasn't there. It was when we were then stood in the, um, the pod looking down. That was when I thought, right, where the hell do I go for them? Jeez, right. <laughs> and then uh, you exploded. <laughs> you gave us a very yeah, nice firework yeah. display, though. <laughs> so uh, what happened there? So you'll notice, actually, um, we start off well. Uh, we get a few knocks in, and then the robot starts going backwards. Right. Um, as it happened, what actually happened was that one of the servo leads on our speed controller uh, loosened, um, so I could only go backwards. Um, I had absolutely no forward control at all, which, you know, with me is a bit of a problem. Yeah. Uh, so, well, at that point, it's like, right, fine, just keep her spinning. You know, what else up to, can you up, do? Up to speed now, boys. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Um, and then with uh, once we smacked off shunt took a nice big gash out of his uh his scoop at the arena side and all the rest of it the uh the four bolts that were holding the e-tac in uh again the mounting points just here motor then rotated and the uh the terminal was actually shorting or essentially welding itself or trying to weld itself to the chassis so oh, wow. Oh, wow. yeah um that's I will, I will say I will say though you did give us a very very nice uh, firework display early for bonfire night. It was uh, it was it was it was it was it was, it was, it was spectacular. It was I mean if you if you if you if you're going to go out in that way you've got to at least go out in the most amazing yeah of course flashbang you, know, you, you have to have you have to have a bit of style when you go out of these things and oh indeed clearly you did this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I suspect that the impact with Cherub actually contributed to that. Uh, oh really. Vicious that one was, that you know it probably maybe it maybe cracked one or two of the mountain points, and then the other the remainder during those one or two impacts, Behemoth and Shunt just said, "Right, I've had enough," and, <laughs> and that was that. Yeah. It was one of those fights where every fight when they call activate, all the all the teams rush down to the um, there's a TV in the pit, so <laughs> right. watch the fights live, and it was one of those fights where everyone was just in silence, just sort of watching in shock. <laughs> we'd, we'd never seen a robot it, like come out with so many sparks and it looked incredible like it was well, not... everybody just glued to the screen just thinking i can't believe this is happening it, well yeah spark, funny, sparks, actually, sparks that it calls itself <laughs> you know it's, it's funny i've got uh, one of the roboteers recorded that screen um so i've got the roboteers commentary i'll, I'll upload all these videos you know when, when i get a chance mm -hmm. and uh, i just hear somebody shouting oh god that's batteries <laughs> it wasn't batteries this time. You didn't do a chomp a lot. Um, great, you know they'll, they'll handle uh, direct shorts and all the rest of it. I'm I'm sold on Octopower brand lipo batteries. Give me free stuff off the power. There's there's your plug. Get you know go 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 to them. Um right, um and so after that, 
Eruption on six, PP3D still on zero, shed a tear. Yep. Um, Cherub on two and Beam off on three. Uh, we'll do we'll do you two first. Eruption and PP3D. So at this at this point, Michael, were you still cacking it over PP3D, or were you sli- feeling slightly better about things? Oh no, we were terrified. We were, <laughs> genuinely, genuinely, we were terrified because we'd hadn't like we'd finished our we'd finished that day of filming. We were on six points. And um, we went back to the hotel, and I had a whole night to sleep on this. And progressively, <laughs> I got more and more scared. Oh no! And partially because of what happened in series one, which obviously didn't go amazingly well. No. And partially because you'd think at this point, PP3D is on zero points; they're out. But what I think both me and Gary worked out relatively about the same time was. Not quite. Yeah, I did it over breakfast the next day. You, yeah, P- Gary could still get back in the competition if Eruption could not go back in. If, <laughs> and fair play, oh. this is Robot Wars, that's what you're there to do. Yes. If, if we took so much damage in that fight, which was quite a possibility, that Eruption could not go back in, PP3D is back in the competition and they're through to the heat final. So we knew Gary was going to absolutely go for it. And I, I yeah, think it was a fair play to him because that's exactly what I would have done. And yeah, it was. I, I think stakes were on. Gary, go. Yeah, I, I think we we also I forget the points, but I think we also needed uh, Behemoth to beat Cherub for that to work out. I seem yes. to remember there being at least two things had to happen. Yeah, because um, you, you had to. You, had to, you know, yeah. it was the case. Yeah, as soon as I realised that, it was like, right, game on. You know, we, we, there is a glimmer of hope. So, brand new weapon motor in, brand new drive motors. You know, the speed controller was uh, <laughs> duct taped up and then some. And, you know, we, we tried our best to get get it back together and get it in there. To uh, yeah, I mean, we, we were gunning for it. Try and no... try, try and write off eruption. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, I mean, you know, it was That's the game. Was, yeah. No, uh, no disrespect to Michael or his dad or anything, you know, but it, it, that that was our plan um, for that fight. So, and, and uh, what, what was interesting, we were on the pit bench next to Gary for all of this. So <laughs> I got to I got to see PP3D get taken apart. So I saw a brand new E-Tech come out of its box. All these brand new parts come out. It was going back together. It was like a brand new robot. And yeah. on I saw Lord. all this unfolding, and I was just thinking. Uh, I was just getting more and more stressed. You just, just see him like weeping, <laughs> just, like, see, just, see, just see Michael weeping in a corner, just rocking backwards actually, and forwards. Not again. <laughs> actually, actually, there was one bit on the TV that made me laugh so much. It was, it was when they were interviewing Gary about the fight year before the fight. I, I saw Michael just peer around the back when he saw him like, going around the back of, of a rupture. Yeah. They had the face of like, oh god, he's he's talking about beating. He's, he's going to go all out, isn't he? <laughs> just, just looking at, I, just, I couldn't focus on Gary. I was just looking at Michael in the background the entire time. I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is going to be a fun match. This is going to be all out. <laughs> as, it, <laughs> as it turns out, in the end, Gary still... It wasn't happening for you, unfortunately, this time, was it? No, 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 no. I think it was, um, from memory, I think with this one, it was basically the uh, solenoid control and the E-Tech. The, these solenoids, they, they've done us fine series one when we pumped less voltage and power through them. But then going to series two, they, they just couldn't hack it. Um, so you know, you'll be glad to know that I've already sourced operated solenoids, the same ones that Tombstone uses. So oh wow, you know, when I come back and I'm firing on all 
all cylinders with a ring attack. Well, Michael, run away. <laughs> just, 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 run, just run for it. Just r- one all now. It's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, be even more scared next time. <laughs> oh dear. Um, and obviously, again, Michael, another out of the arena. I think, given the fact that the, the disc wasn't working, probably made it a lot easier than what it would have been otherwise. But uh, I think you know, again, it's it's a difficult shape to flip PP3D, like the the way it's designed. I think you know, credit where it was a you know pretty impressive to get it out of the way you did. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say PP3D was quite... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think Gary designed this with flippers in mind. So it's pretty well designed against us. And obviously in Series 1, we got the side pods just ripped off. So we redesigned all that, and we got the new side pods. They were 8mm hard ox. We put an extra layer on the front to try and reduce catch points. So we'd properly armoured up, and that seemed to work for us. It worked. Yeah, Oh yeah. I have wondered this match if it would have gone another the other way if I'd started upside down. Really? Yeah. So do you reckon that could have that could have worked out for that, you? If if I tried to go above those uh, those armor pods, I, I it's one of those, you know, oh what if decisions, but I it's one of those ones that does play on my mind. Maybe if I'd gone started it, you know, upside down, we might have had a better chance to uh, you know, in the fight. It would have been interesting. But it means, Gary, you, you've end on zero. Oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, it's not our uh, not our best uh, performance. But, you know, if you're going to go out, then you might as well be, you know, be involved in a few controversial fights and, mm. you know, go out in a blaze of sparks and glory. So, you know. I, th- I think we have to say, you know, if you look at all three of your fights, they've all got massive talking points. So I think, you know, with, with that respect, I think, you know, PP3D was pretty impressive it, you know it, it got like, it got people talking about it and it, it did a you know as far as i'm aware a pretty decent job of just breaking everything in its path including itself <laughs> yes yes exactly <laughs> um so obviously gary ends on zero michael goes through on nine now again this is another uh, uh, there we go yeah cherub versus beer bar. <laughs> Where do I begin with Chera versus Beerloff? I mean, I mean, I mean. Can we start with a pos- uh, start with a positive that it was pretty impressive that it went underneath the flipper? <laughs> well, I was at, I was about to bring that up. Okay, so for me, if I if I was obviously I'm not if I was in charge of how the series was ran, I would have said Beerloff's won because Cherub's immobilized. That's me. What did you two think? Would would you have been an, in in Beerloff's position? How irritated would you have been to have lost the fight from there? It's, in, it's interesting because in back, obviously, we, like I said, we watch all the Roboteers watch these fights live on the screen. And it was pretty much unanimous amongst all of us that resetting the fight was the right thing to do. Because right. I think, yeah, as the Behemoth team, and I totally understand that, and I've got sympathy for these guys because they were really pretty unlucky. That's yeah. irritating for them. Then you look at it from the other side, how irritating would it have been for Cherub to lose due to an arena failure? Mm. Yes. And I think I think it was pretty much agreed amongst everyone it was the right thing to do. Gary, what, what about you? What, did you were you are you that same pool of thought? Uh, it's, it, it is a tricky one, but then you know, by the same token, if I don't know if if you know, I'd, I'd then be quizzing. Well, if a spinner broke the back of the flipper and fell down, would would the battle then be restarted? You know, the the problem is, is that it's such a grey area. 
in it's fairness, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's very you know it's, it's never happened before. In in obviously it happened in the out it's years and years and years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, it, uh, yeah. That was I, I, fun though, you know. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, ironically, Behemoth Anti B was one that fell in that time. Yeah. yeah um, actually, actually, one I, I will say in this particular case though, I think it was it was justified to restart because the the actual flipper misfired. It fired too early, and then. Obviously, Behemoth's um, idea is probably to push them onto the arena flipper and have the Cherub go flying. But, obviously, it fired too early, and then Cherub just went in. So, it wasn't really in a case of, you know, like in a case of a spinner breaking it. It was sort of the spinner that did it, and then it fell in. In this case, Cherub wasn't meant to go under, per se. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't see it. In this case, I don't mind restarting, but, obviously, this is not the uh, not the uh, big talking point of this uh, battle, of course. No, another decision which, again... I felt could have gone either way. I can see why it went to Cherub, but for the most part, they were the ones going forward into Beermoth and and causing problems for them. But it's again, it's such a hard one to call. You know, to be honest, I mean, I think the main the main thing was the main reason that they won it was simply that they got under the claws. If the yes. claws were mm. under Cherub, then you know, it gone the other way. That's, I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's, it was it was a tough one to it was it was it was a tough one to call and you know I, I wouldn't have liked to be the judge for that one that'd have been awful to decide but it did mean that beer moth unfortunately did go out and I, I can completely understand Ant's reaction you know I think you know he did exactly the right thing remove himself from a situation where he could have said something very silly and just you know let it go really and just do the, do the right thing and back away and sort it out later really mm. yeah yeah. And you know, it's a, it's a real shame that the reaction he's got as well. It's, you know, it's, we've you know, as we've said already, it's been a bit of a a bit of an explode. It's become a bit pretty viral, which is a real shame because I don't think he yeah. he, does, he, he doesn't, deserves it. He doesn't deserve it, and I think personally, him removing himself from that situation is the best thing possible. Because if he'd acted, um, you know, if he'd stayed there and got you know more and more annoyed at himself or you know team or whatever, especially in front of like you know. The cherub lot, who are you know, mo- who are, you know, mostly a kid team. It would, it would definitely, it would, you know, for the amount of experience he's had, it would definitely look very unprofessional for him to start going off on something in the interview or something, or getting really mopey about it. If, if he leave, that's the best thing because at least then he doesn't have to, you know, he can remove himself from that situation and not cause any more stropping than it further did or might have, might have looked like to other people. And I think the backlash is very, very unwarranted because. Yeah. There's, there's one thing you said there, and I, I find it interesting whenever I read it, and you know other people say the same thing, and it's using the word or the phrase unprofessional. Yeah. And I mean, the thing that you have to remember is that... Is you're not professional. You know, well, that's it. This is our hobby. This is what we do for fun. And, you know, the, the TV crew and cameras, they do try and, you know, tweak your buttons and push you to say things or do things that you wouldn't normally do just to create drama for a TV show. You know, I mean, I, I yeah. understand why they do it. But at the same time, there is no... We don't get any training in how to deal with the media or anything. No. And, I mean, and obviously, you know, he dealt with the situation as he felt appropriate at the time. And uh, it, it, it is very unfortunate that it's, it's you know, been taken the way it's been taken. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I agree. And, and it's, it's, it was a... It really put a damper on the episode for me, at least, because not not him doing it, but the way it's been taken down. Because for the most part, it, it, I mean, obviously, I'd say Week Ones was a little bit better. No offense to either of you two, because it wasn't down to you. It was just I just felt it was a more, you know, a more visual spectacle. I mean, obviously, 
Mm-hmm. Gary tried, but <laughs> <laughs> he tried. But you know, it was it was very tactical this heat, and I thought it was you know it was everyone drove really well. They did you know they did what they needed to do to the best of their ability, and I thought you know it, it's a shame that it's, it's it's been soured by the reaction of the the public. Mm. Really, it's, it's it's a shame, but you can't yeah. you can't please everyone, can you? I, I think I think it's worth saying that if if there's one thing to come out of this, it shows how much we'll care. And yes. That yeah. We, all the teams, that like every single person on the show, everyone at the live events, in any competition, people put so much time and energy into doing this. Yep. And you know, when it goes, when you try something and it goes wrong, it's frustrating. And yeah. most teams will have had a moment like Ant had, where you get you get frustrated. And we've all done it, you know. Hmm. Most for, fortunately for most people, it's at a live event where you know you need something's gone horribly wrong that you've spent months and months preparing for, and you need your five minutes to cool down. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate for him that it was on hmm. national TV. You know, he's the nicest guy. We've known him for a long time. He doesn't. It, the, it's been horrible what's happened, but it's important to know that he's. There's nothing yeah. you can't judge him for it at all because it's totally normal. I think mm. he's a perfectly respectable person. We we were talking to him after this quite a bit, and they're just frustrated at what happened. That it that they got it wrong. It didn't go their way, and that's totally yeah. normal. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's, that's that's how that's how life falls. Sometimes you know you make a decision and it mm. you know it goes against you. Anyway, I mean, go on, oh, go on, James. Sorry. I'll just, I'll just say quickly. I mean, the one thing. I mean, I agree with everything, but the one thing that slightly annoyed me about some of the in, in the backlash is the fact some people took the angle that he was annoyed because he'd lost to like children. Yeah, like so that really annoyed me because it wasn't. He was he was more frustrated that something he tried new didn't work, and he he you know, he wanted to use in a critical battle. He was more preference using the standard scoop, obviously. But yeah, it's the fact that people you know people just completely mis misinterpret anything. Like they'll just uh, it's just it's just really annoying, really, because yeah, he's a he's one of the most experienced roboteers out there, and it's just. For 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 this to you know be considered you know one of the defining things recently, it's just it's just it's a, a shame, shame, really. It's a, yeah. it's a shame. It's in some ways it's totally irrelevant because you say you're fighting, you, he's fighting against kids. That's got nothing to do with it at all. Yeah, he's of fighting it's an, an yeah. extremely experienced team. He's fighting a, fanta- a fantastic robot that's mm-hmm. battle hardened and has been tested and tested and tested. He's fighting a driver. He's 13 years old, but he's been doing this for years. He's driven Gabriel, he's driven Saint, he's driven Cherub, he's driven loads of featherweights. He is a fantastic driver. There's, I mean, he's better than probably a lot of adults that do this. It's irrelevant. He's fighting a fantastic other team, yep. and it's got nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I, I, think, I think we should just move on, really, ultimately. It, it's a shame it ended up how it did, but uh, ultimately, it did mean that Cherub picking up another judge's decision win... Moving on to four points and uh, progressing to the heat final to fight you again, Michael. And again, you know, you've broken a Robot Wars record. That's <laughs> I didn't think yeah. Gravity versus Dan Tom Kim would ever get beaten, but it has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, it's it's just, there's nothing really to say. Because you think we looked at the arena, like obviously going to series one, we, um, it's, I don't know if, if this is like known, but. The teams didn't have a clue what the arena was going to be like. Like we, um, obviously, we were we, we were talking to you know James and Grant a bit, who were obviously behind all this before the show started, and they would not give anything away. We went in series one filming, 
until the pilot episode, having no idea what the arena was like. So at that point, which is, you know, about a year ago now, we thought, oh no, there's only four tiny areas you can flip out. And at that point, it looked like, can we even get something out of the arena? Like, we didn't know. So to break, to do it in, like, such a short time wasn't really anything we considered at that point. It was just, we, were, we would have been happy if we'd done it at all, really. Yeah, and, yeah. and you've equaled the most in a row as well, which is kind of ridiculous as well. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I mean, okay. Gary, I, I want sort of Gary's in-depth analysis for this for this battle, to be honest with you. I think that would be uh, quite something. So take it away, Gary, you know. <laughs> Unfortunately, Gary, your internet's completely cut out. <laughs> That's such a shame. Yeah. Your internet's completely cut out then. <laughs> oh dear. Oh no no. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's. Yeah, we can we can. No, it's not having it. <laughs> anyway, while while Gary's suffering with the. Uh, with various issues, I think uh, <laughs> it's it's time to wrap things up. I mean, how do you rate this episode, um, James? You go first. I've, I've 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 barely spoken to you first. Go on, mate. Ah, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, overall, I really really enjoyed this episode because um, it was very similar to me, like Heat Five of the last series, where there's so much stuff that's happened. Like you know, you got like obviously you know nothing you know nothing you know Chomplot is probably just as uh, spectacular as PP3D going up in sparks it's just that kind of thing where like you know so you got you got actually got some controversy you got you know things that people might remember for arguably for the you know for the worst but yeah there's a there's a sort of some memorable just decisions you know some great battles even some even a fantastic set of uh first round battles particularly with cobra uh and the fact we got our first judge decision that was amazing and yeah i think a lot of people seem to have reacted negative to this episode which is a shame because i i quite enjoyed it i mean i i still enjoyed the the last episode quite a lot as well but this one just has like a lot more going on in it and yeah i quite enjoyed seeing uh eruption finally managed to uh live up to its full potential which was great i mean i have to say here now i was gonna say this as a little message originally but obviously i was brought in the last moment because anson couldn't make it and i i, I did a little uh thingy about uh, all different robots a little video recently before the series and uh i didn't i didn't rate eruption too well and i'm gonna have to say straight up now i apologize for that this robot is amazing <laughs> i mean i i mean it was just i don't know i mean i don't even know why i said that to be honest i mean i don't i don't mind eruption but it's just i think i just kind of i guess i was just tired that day i don't know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> had that do, co- do coffee <laughs> had number coffee yet no but yeah i mean i completely take back anything i said i mean you know this thing's a is a grand finalist now and also cherub um technically now the saint team have now two uh wild cards yeah, two, two, yeah. two, two, two finals. And obviously, because Sabretooth is um, extinct now, so to say, yeah. um, Cherub is so far the most likely, which is, it'd be nice to see him come back. I mean, obviously, we need to see the other three, the other three first. I mean, I don't know who I don't know who that could be. So, but yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed this episode. And it was just great to see Eruption, PB3D. And it held, you know, see Bayamoth and, uh, you know, see the, the kids and Cherub. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this episode personally. I quite liked it. I'm guessing, Michael, you, you really enjoyed this episode. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's very, um, yeah. <laughs> it's, 
Yeah, um, you know, we did Series 1, which was great. You know, we've been waiting. Like we've What people don't know, a lot of people obviously just watch the TV show and, you know, thanks for supporting it. But we've been, like, if for the people who follow the live events, we've not just come around the last few years. We've been doing this since 2004. Yeah. I was six when I started driving robots. So for us, this has kind of been a long time coming. We went to Series 1, which was great, and we loved it, but... After all those years, it was a bit of an anticlimax, and we were pretty gutted. We came back yeah. this year, and we went for it. We got that eruption coming into the series was the best it has ever been. And we properly went for it, and we couldn't be happier, really. At the risk of tempting Gary's internet further. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, are you there? Can you guys hear me? Yes! Yeah, You're alive! Yeah. Um, how do you, how do you hey! make this episode? How do you make this episode? Come on. Sorry? How do you make oh, this episode? I loved it. I loved it. I had a great time. Uh, I mean, the thing is, is that yeah, it's a, it's a bit of controversy here or there, or whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, Robot Wars is an entertainment show, and you know, as much as uh, anyone has said, oh, Cherub should have lost that, or So and So should have won that, or whatever. You know, I've always asked, well, were you entertained? And you know, it's always been a resounding yes. And I mean, I I think that's what it comes down to. I I find it very entertaining the company i had when i was watching it all find it entertaining so yeah i think it was a good episode i think it was as well i you know as i said it was it wasn't maybe as shocking as it was last you know the the first heat but i thought i thought it was absolutely it was it was great to watch i, I had a lot of fun watching it it was uh, it was great <laughs> but with that michael congratulations you're in the grand final thank you. and uh I'll see you next week for uh, for Heat 3. Thank you very much to Gary and uh, Michael for taking your time to come and ch- chat a load of rubbish for an hour, really. But it's been, it's been really good to hear from you. Thank, thank you so much. Rubbish, was rubbish there. I can't. I can't. I could never say that. Never I'd say that. that. Entertaining never... rubbish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you all very much for watching, and we'll see you next week for Heat 3. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>